The Seeing Ear Theater at www.sci-fi.com is on the air. Live from the Museum of Television and Radio in New York City, the Sci-Fi Channel's Seeing Ear Theater presents Lucille Fletcher's classic radio drama, Sorry, Wrong Number, starring Claire Bloom. Hill 30093 now for the last three quarters of an hour, and the line is always busy. But I don't see how it could be busy that long. Will you try it for me, please? I will try it for you. One moment, please. I don't see how it could be busy all this time. It's my husband's office. He, he's working late tonight, and I'm, I'm all alone here in the house, and my, my health is very poor. I've been feeling nervous all day. Ringing Murray Hill 30093. Hello? Hello? Is Mr. Stevenson there? Hello? 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 Hello, George? Yes, sir. This is George speaking. Hello? Who is this? What number am I calling, please? I am in the office with our client. Oh, good. Is everything okay? Is the coast clear for tonight? Yes, George. He says the coast is clear for tonight. Okay, okay. Where are you now? In the phone booth. Don't worry, everything's okay. Very well. You know the address. Yes, I know, I know. Let's see now. At 11 o'clock, the private patrolman goes around to the bar on 2nd Avenue for a beer. That's right, 11 o'clock. Okay. And be sure that all the lights downstairs are out. There should be only one light visible from the street. Okay, okay. What's that? Wait, wait just a minute, George. Oh, uh, our client tells me that at 11.15, a subway train crosses the bridge. It makes a noise in case a window is open and she should scream. Oh. Oh, hello? What number is this, please? Okay, I understand. That's 11.15, the train. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember everything else, George? Yeah, yeah, I'll make it quick, as little blood as possible, because our client does not wish to make her suffer long. That's right. Uh, you'll use a knife. Yes, a knife will be okay. Then afterwards, I remove the rings and bracelets and the jewelry in the bureau drawer, because our client wishes it to look like simple robbery. Don't worry, everything is okay. I know... just been cut off. I'm sorry, madam. What number were you calling? Well, uh, it was supposed to be Murray Hill 30093, but it wasn't. Some, some wires must have crossed. I, I was cut into a wrong number, and I, I just had the most dreadful thing, a, 
A murder and... Operator, you'll simply have to retrace that call at once. I'm sorry, madam. I do not understand. Oh, I know it was a wrong number and I had no business listening, but... Well, these two men, they, they were cold-blooded fiends and they were going to murder somebody, some poor innocent woman who was all alone in a house near a bridge. We've got to stop them. We've got to stop what them. What number were you calling, madam? It doesn't matter. It was a wrong number and you dialed it and we've got to find out what it was immediately. But... Oh, why are you so stupid? Look, it was obviously a case of some little slip of the finger. I told you to try Murray Hill 30093 for me. You dialed it, but your finger slipped, and I was connected with some other number, and I could hear them, but they couldn't hear me. Now, I simply fail to see why you couldn't make that mistake again on purpose, why you couldn't try to dial Murray Hill 30093 in the same sort of careless way that Murray you... Murray Hill 30093, I will try to get it for you, madam. Thank you. The lion is busy. Oh. Operator. Operator. Yes, madam. You wrong number at all. I asked you explicitly, and all you did was dial correctly. Now, I want you to trace that call. It's my civic duty. It's your civic duty to, to trace that call and to apprehend these, these dangerous killers. And, and if, if you won't, then... I will connect you with the chief operator. This is the chief operator. Chief operator, I want you to trace a call, a telephone call, immediately. I don't know where it came from or who was making it, but it's absolutely necessary that it be tracked down because it's about it's about a murder. Yes, a terrible, cold-blooded murder of a poor, innocent woman tonight at, at 11.15. I say. So, can you... Can you trace it for me? Can you track down those men? It depends, madam. Depends on what? It depends on whether the call is still going on. If it's a live call, we can trace it on the equipment. If it's been disconnected, we can't. Disconnected? If the parties have stopped talking to each other. Oh, but of course they must have stopped talking to each other by now. That was at least five minutes ago, and they didn't sound like the type who would make a long call. Well, I can try tracking it now. What is your name, madam? Mrs. Stevenson, Mrs. Albert Stevenson. But listen. And your telephone number? Plaza 42295. But if you go on wasting and all this... And what is your reason for oh. wanting this call traced? My reason? Oh, no reason. I mean, I, I merely felt very strongly that something ought to be done about it. Because these men are killers. They're dangerous. They're, they're going to murder this woman at 11.15 tonight. And I thought the police ought to know. Have you told the police? No, but in the meantime, I, well, I thought that you... Well, Mrs. Stevenson, I seriously doubt whether we can make this check for you oh. and trace this call just on your say-so as a private individual. We'd have to have something more official. Oh, for heaven's sake. You mean to tell me I can't report a murder without getting tied up in all this red tape? Why, it's perfectly idiotic. All right, I'll call the police. It's ridiculous. The police department, please. Ringing the police department. Police station, precinct 43, Duffy speaking. The police department. 
Police Department. Oh, this is Mrs. Stevenson, Mrs. Albert Smythe Stevenson of 53 North Sutton Place. I'm calling to report a murder. I mean, I mean, um, the the murder hasn't been committed yet. I, I... I overheard plans for it on the telephone over a wrong number that the operator gave me. I've been trying to trace down the call myself, but everybody is so stupid, and I guess in the end you're the only people who could do anything. Yes, ma'am. It was a perfectly definite murder. I mean, I heard their plans distinctly. Two men were talking, and they were going to murder some woman at 11.15 tonight. She lived... In a house near the bridge. Are you listening to me? Oh, 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 yes, ma'am. And there was a, a private patrolman on the street. He was going to go round for a beer on Second Avenue. And there was some third man, a, a, a client, who, who was paying to have this poor woman murdered. They were going to take her rings and bracelets and, and use a knife. Well, it's, it's unnerved me dreadfully. And I'm not, I'm not very well. I see. Uh, when was all this, Mum? About eight minutes ago. Oh, oh, then you can do something. You, you do understand. And uh, what is your name, ma'am? Uh, Mrs. Stevenson. Mrs. Albert Stevenson. And your address? 53 North Sutton Place. That, that's near a bridge, the Queensborough Bridge, you know. And, and, and we have a private patrolman on our street. And, and Second Avenue is the... Uh, and uh, what was that number you were calling? Uh, Murray Hill 30093. But that, that wasn't the number I overheard. I mean, Murray Hill 30093 is my husband's office. He's working late tonight, and I was trying to reach him to ask him to come home. I'm, I'm an invalid, you know, and it's the maid's night off, and I hate to be alone, even though he says I'd be perfectly safe as long as I have the telephone right beside my bed. Well, we'll look into it, Mrs. Stevenson, and see if we can check it with the telephone company. But the telephone company said they couldn't check the call if the parties had stopped talking. I've already taken care of that. Oh, you have. Personally, I feel you ought to do something far or more immediate and drastic than just check a call. What good does checking the call do? They've stopped talking. By the time you track it down, they'll already have committed the murder. Well, we'll take care of it, lady. Don't worry. I'd say the whole thing calls for a search, a complete and thorough search of the whole city. I'm very near a bridge, and... uh, I'm not far from Second Avenue, and I know, well, I'd feel a whole lot better if you sent a radio car to this neighborhood at once. And uh, what makes you think the murder is going to be committed in your neighborhood, Mom? Oh, I don't know. Only the coincidence is so, it's so horrible. Second Avenue, the, the policeman, the bridge. Well, uh, Second Avenue is a very long street, ma'am, and... Do you happen to know how many bridges there are in the city of New York alone, not to mention Brooklyn, Staten Island, Queens, and the Bronx? How do you know there isn't some little house out on Staten Island or some little Second Avenue you never heard about? How do you know they were even talking about New York at all? But I heard the call on the New York dialing system. Well, how do you know it wasn't a long-distance call you overheard? Telephones, they're funny things. Look, lady, why don't you look at it this way? Supposing you hadn't broken in on the telephone call. Suppose you'd got your husband the way you always do. Would this murder have made any difference to you then? I suppose not, but it's it's so inhuman. It's so cold-blooded. Oh, well, a lot of murders are committed in this city every day, ma'am, and if we could do something to stop them, well, you know, we would. But a clue of this kind that's so vague isn't much more use to us than no clue at all. Oh, but... But surely there's something... Oh, unless, of course, you have some reason for thinking this call is a phony and that someone may be planning to murder you? Me? 
Oh, oh no, I hardly think so. I mean, I mean, why should anybody? I'm, I'm alone day and night. I see nobody except my maid, Eloise. She's a big 200-pounder. She's too lazy to bring up my breakfast tray, and the only other person is my husband, Albert. He's crazy about me. He adores me, waits on me hand and foot. I've scarcely left my side since I took sick 12 years ago. Well, then, there's nothing for you to worry about. And now, if you'll just uh, leave the rest of this to us. But what will you do? It's so late. It's nearly 11 now. We'll, we'll take care of it, lady. Will you Will you broadcast it all over the city? I mean, uh, will you send out squads and, and, and warn your radio cars to watch out, especially in suspicious neighborhoods like, like mine? Lady, I said we'd take care of it. Now, I've got a couple of other matters here on my desk that require immediate attention, and if you'll please hang up. Oh, idiot. Now, why did I do that? Now he'll think I am a fool. Oh, why doesn't he come home? Why doesn't he come home? Your call, please. Operator, for heaven's sake, will you ring that Murray Hill 30093 number again? I can't think what's keeping him so long. I will try it for you, madam. Oh. The lion is busy. I can hear it. You don't have to tell me. I know it's busy. If only I could get out of this bed for a little while. If only I could get a breath of fresh air. Or just lean out of the window and see the street. Hello, Albert? Hello? 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 Oh, what's the matter with this phone? Hello? 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 Oh, for heaven's sake, who is it? Hello? 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 Your call, please. Hello, operator. I, I, I don't know what's the matter with this phone tonight, but it's positively driving me crazy. I, I've never seen such inefficient, miserable service. Now, now, I'm an invalid, and I'm very nervous, and I'm not supposed to be annoyed. But if this keeps on much longer, what I'm going to be... What seems to be the trouble, Matt? Well, everything's wrong. The whole world could be murdered for all you people care. <laughs> and now my phone keeps ringing. Yes, ma'am. Ringing and ringing and ringing every five seconds or so. And when I pick it up, there's no one there. I am sorry, madam. I will test it for you. I don't want you to test it. Test it for me. I want you to put that call through, whatever it is, at once. I'm afraid that's not possible, madam. Well, not possible? And why, may I ask? The system is automatic, madam. If someone is trying to dial your number, there is no way to check whether the call is coming through the system or not, unless the person who is trying to reach you complains to his particular oh, operator. Well, of all the stupid. Meanwhile, I've got to sit here in my bed suffering every time the phone rings. Imagining everything that's going... I will try to check it for you, ma'am. Check it! Check it! That's all anybody can do. Oh, I'm going out of my mind with all you people! Hello? Hello? Stop ringing, do you hear? Answer me, who is this? Do you realize you're driving me crazy? Who's calling me? What are you doing it for? Now stop it, stop it, I say. Hello? Hello? If you don't stop ringing me, I'm going to call the police. Do you hear? The police! If 
Let it go on ringing. It's a trick of some kind. And I won't answer it. I won't, even if it goes on ringing all night. Now, what's the matter? Why did they stop ringing all of a sudden? What time is it? Five to eleven. Oh, they've decided something. They're sure I'm home. They, they heard my voice answer them just now. That's... That's why they've been ringing me, why no one has answered me. Your call, please. Give me the police department. Ringing the police department. Oh. Oh. The lion is busy. Busy? But that's impossible. The police department can't be busy. There must be other lines available. The line is busy. Shall I ring them for you later? No, no, no. I've got to speak to them now or it may be too late. You've got to get someone for me. What number do you wish to speak I, to, madam? I don't know. But there must be someone else to protect people beside the police department. A, a detective agency or something. You will find all detective agencies listed in the classified directory, oh, madam. But I don't have a classified. I mean, I'm too nervous to look it up. I don't know. I will give you information. Perhaps they will help you. No, no, no. You're being spiteful, aren't you? You don't care, do you, what happens to me? I could die and you wouldn't care. Oh, stop it. Stop it. I can't stand it anymore. Hello. What do you want? Stop ringing, will you? Stop it. Hello, is this Plaza 42293? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, this is Plaza 42293. Uh, this is Western Union. I have a telegram here for Mrs. Albert Stevenson. Is anyone there to receive the message? No, I, I am Mrs. Stevenson. Uh, the telegram is as follows. Mrs. Albert Stevenson, 53 North Sutton Place, New York, New York. Darling, terribly sorry. Oh. Tried to catch you for last hour, but line busy. Leaving for Boston, 11 p.m. tonight on urgent business. Back tomorrow afternoon. Keep happy. Love, signed Albert. Oh, no. That is all, madam. Do you wish us to deliver a copy of the message? No, 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 thank you. Very well, madam. Good night. Good night. No, I don't believe it. He couldn't do it. Not when he knows I'm all alone. It's a trick. Your call, please. Murray Hill 30093. You may dial that number direct, madam. Hospital. Henchley Hospital. 
Do you have the address, ma'am? No, no, it's somewhere in the 70s. It's a very small, private, and exclusive hospital where I had my appendix out two years ago. Henschley. H-E-N... Uh, one, one moment, please. Please, hurry, and please, what is the time? I do not know, madam. You may find time by dialing Meridian 71212. Oh, for heaven's sake, I've no time to be dialing the... The number of Henchley Hospital is Butterfield 70105, madam. Butterfield 70105. Henchley Hospital, good evening. Nurses Registry. Who was it you wish to speak to, please? No, I, I want the nurse's registry at once. I want a trained nurse. I want to hire her immediately for the night. I see. And what is the nature of the case, madam? Nerves. I'm very nervous. I need soothing and, and companionship. You see, my husband is away, and I'm... Have you been oh, recommended uh, to us by any doctor in particular, madam? No, but I don't really see why this catechizing is necessary. I want a trained nurse. I was a patient in your hospital two years ago, and after all, I do expect to pay this person for attending me. We quite understand that, madam, but these are busy times, you know. Registered nurses are very scarce just now, and our superintendent has asked us to send people out only in cases where the physician in charge feels that it is absolutely necessary. Well, it is absolutely necessary. I'm a sick woman. I'm very upset, very alone in the house. I'm an invalid and tonight I overheard a telephone conversation that upset me dreadfully. In fact, if someone doesn't come at once, I'm afraid I'll go out of my mind. I see. I see. Well, I'll speak to Miss Phillips as soon as she comes in. And what is your name, madam? Miss Phillips? And what time do you expect her in? I really don't know, madam. She went out to supper at 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock? But it's not 11. Oh, my clock has stopped. I thought it was running down. What time is it? Just 15 minutes past 11. What was that? What was what, madam? That, that click just now in my own telephone. So someone had lifted the receiver off the hook of the extension telephone downstairs. I didn't hear it, madam. Oh, now, about this... I did. There's, there's someone in this house. There's someone downstairs in the kitchen. And they're listening to me now. There. I won't pick it up. I won't let them hear me. I'll be quiet and they'll think that I... But if I don't call someone now while they're still down there, there'll be no time.
Sorry, must have got the wrong number. Uh, don't worry, everything's okay. Sorry, wrong number was written by Lucille Fletcher and directed by Brian Smith. Our show starred Claire Bloom as Mrs. Elbert Stevenson. Also heard were Ann Bobby, Todd Cummings, Rebecca Nice, Dick Rodstein, and George Zarr. Sorry Wrong Number was produced by Brian Smith, associate producer George Zarr. Live Foley sound effects by Sue Zizza and David Shin. Pre-recorded sound effects and tape ops by John Colucci. And sound engineering by Jane Pippick, Miles Smith, and Ed Haber. Original music composed and performed by Ohad Talmor. Your program announcer is George Zarr. Please visit the Sci-Fi Channel's Seeing Ear Theater on the World Wide Web at www.scifi.com set for more amazing tales of suspense, science fiction, and fantasy. <laughs>